Round Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors and Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa. For all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto. Well, we got Darren Hamilton here, and we are going to go over the results of the first two hours and preview the next two hours. Uh, uh, 12 entered and six walked away victorious, and six walked away. Uh, I don't know, has anybody, anybody been eliminated yet? No, no one's been eliminated yet. Um, the elimination round for the one loss side will begin tonight at six o'clock. So those players will be back out, and their life in the game hangs in the balance when it's on the one loss side because if you lose, you're going home. If you win, you're still here. So, so you had some really talented players uh, in one match that went to at least at least one match that went the whole fifteen uh, before they could decide it to, at an eight to seven win. Uh, so let's let's talk about what what happened in that for, in that last couple hours. Okay, we had uh, a match between Kelly Fisher, who is our number one player here, against Savannah Easton. Uh, Kelly won that match, and Savannah moves on to the one-loss side that'll probably play tomorrow, not today. So then we've got uh, Taruko Kukseli, who beat uh, June Myers, um, and she moves on to the winner's side. Uh, June will go to the one-loss side from here. We have uh, Emily Duddy against Monica Webb, which was an extremely close match, 8-7. to seven with Monica coming out on top in that match. Um, we have um, we have Sarah Miller and Janet Atwell, which haven't concluded their match yet. They're tied right now at 6-6. We also have uh, Caroline Poe, who played Christina Tkach. Uh Christina is playing really hot. She beat Caroline Powell um, 8-2 in their race. So um, we have, uh, starting at 12 o'clock, we have Joanne Mason-Parker versus Jessica Barnes. That match will be starting here in just a few moments. Then we'll have uh, Veronique Menard against uh, Eleanor Collado, and that's another 12 o'clock match. Um, we have Ashley Rice against Kaylee McIntosh on the winner's side. That match is at 12 o'clock. We have Allison Fisher right now against Laura Smith from Colorado. Um, they are going to be playing on the stream table here at 12 o'clock, and that match should start in about three minutes if you want to watch on the stream. And then we have Chanel Lorraine against Ada Liu playing on uh, table number six. And those are the first matches coming up here at 12 o'clock. 
And well, so, uh, I saw uh, on, on that website there was like some percentages of, you know, who was favored and whatnot. Do people have a chance to bet on this stuff? No, we don't. We don't bet on our our games at all. We don't do what they call a Calcutta of sales. Is there, is there sometimes, is there? The men, the men do that a lot more. They do. Uh, the women are a little more professional on it. They aren't really into gambling um, because that is pretty much a source of gambling. Yeah. And you got to be a little bit of a gambler to play pool in the first place. Don't well, you? yeah, you do, but there's, there's a difference between that and trying to um, just, bump up how much you get to take home so uh uh has there been a, an upset in the first uh, uh yesterday or today was there any surprises um not really i mean we had some really close matches that were kind of a surprise but the people that the gals yeah. that are are the better of course the cream of the crop always rises to the top when uh you're playing pool so um Really, in a sense, we really did not have something that was a total upset of a major player. Um, that could happen today. It we could. have the major players today. So when they're playing, if they if they win in their round today, they should play again tomorrow. And that's when we get into the, you got to watch out. Somebody may get knocked off, and that person that gets knocked off is not wanting that to happen at all. So, we we try to help uh, concentrate a little bit on those matches, and uh, the folks really can come and sit right down next to that table that's being played. Very excited, and um, everybody that I've talked to that are here uh, enjoy being here and have loved coming to Fairfield. So let's continue with what we've got for a rundown here. We're making popcorn in the background here behind yep, us. The sights, the sounds, the smells of the Fairfield Arts and Convention Center. That. So our matches that start at 2 o'clock this afternoon, we're going to begin with uh, Dawn Hopkins against Natalie Shabbat at, on table 6 starting at 2 o'clock. We've got Tanya Weiser against Marguerite Feldlova. Uh, that match is coming up on table five. We have Brittany Bryant, one of our local favorites. She's from Canada, but everybody in town loves her and loves to watch her play. She's the uh, Canadian champion right now in her home country. Uh, Brittany will be playing Shauna Lewis. And um, then we'll have Kennedy Maiman playing Christina Zavaleta. Zaletava, and, and she's she's from a European country. I can't remember exactly which one it is, and I'm sorry that I kind of butchered her name. But she's ranked number 14 in this tournament. Kennedy was not ranked when she came in, but that should be a good strong match. That would be one to come in and watch because there may be an upset that happens in that match. Then we have Susan Williams against Sandy Chang at two o'clock. And then we'll round out the two o'clock matches this afternoon with Beth Pondell against Wei Soon Chin, who is from um, Taiwan. And they'll be playing. Wei is rated sixth in this tournament. Uh, Beth is unrated, but here again, it's going to be a good, strong match. Beth is a uh, 601 Fargo rating, and Wei has a 761 Fargo rating. 
Fargo rates are done by um, what, where you've won a tournament and then the information is given to the rating system. Um, if whatever place you come in, then it goes into the rating system and it generates this power ranking number, which you'll see right here on the uh, chart if you're at uh, digitalpool.com. And so you'll get to see that. And then we'll start in with the one loss side matches coming up uh, tonight, both at eight and six. So we're still going to have some exciting matches during that time period. And like I said, if you lose in that round, you get to say goodbye and head home, which is not anything any one of these players want to do. So, all right. Um, I want to kind of go over our sponsors a little bit. We have some local sponsors from right here in town. Uh, uh, it might be a place to patronize on St. Patrick's Day as it's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. But we've got uh, Midwest One Bank. Got to go there on St. Patrick. Gave Day. us. Gave that's us, that's uh, close to where John Morsi has his park. Right, and then we have, uh, of course, Sharon Stengel and the Mad Hatter. I cannot say enough about Mad Hatter Billiards here in Fairfield. They've got terrific food. They have five diamond tables to play pool on, which are state of the art. Most uh, most played tables now, my understanding. We also have um, Finney Auto Body from here in town who donated to this. We have the Beehive who is doing uh, masseuse duty for the, for the gals that are playing. And they're here today. Um, we also have uh, a Tumwa Radio Group is, is another major sponsor. They gave me a lot of help with the radio advertising that's went on with this since the end of February Getting and going out. on every day here through the tournament, talking about what's going on and when the finals are and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, and I would like to throw a shout out to Margie Gehring for helping me to arrange this and the owner of the stations, Greg List. They've been just wonderful friends, great to work with. If you have any advertising needs, I would suggest you get a hold of either one of those two to get it on the radio. Um, we also have Davini Cues, who is uh, Divi Pat Davini, is a cue maker out of West Liberty, Iowa. He is one of the top cue makers in the world. He's won Cue Maker of the Year this past year, and he donated money to go to the added money in the prize pot. Uh, he'll be showing up sometime here over the next well, few days. Well, I'd like days. to interview him, you know. Anyone's yeah, got an Iowa can... business, uh, we'd be more than happy to put on. You yeah, also, uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but you're all, uh, don't forget to mention about the pool cue raffle. Right. I have a custom-made Jacoby cue. Jacoby is made out of Nakusa, Wisconsin. Uh, these guys are responsible for more than 6% of all the cues sold in the world right now out of a little bitty town in Nakusa that's about the same size as Fairfield here. Great people. They make tremendous cues. We've got a one-of-a-kind cue for raffle that has the WPBA logo as well as Kiwanis logos on the handle. Um, its retail value is approximately $1,500. We'll be selling tickets one for 20 and three, four fifty, 
And we'll also be advertising that on our stream so that you can get that. You can uh, send a payment if, if you want to pay um, by an electronic means. You can send your payment to dhamilt at yahoo.com in PayPal. And uh, please use friends and family when you do that so that we don't have any extra charges or expenses. And again, over the live stream, we're going to be announcing that Q raffle. You don't need to be present to win. The raffle will be done at uh, four o'clock in the afternoon, a little bit before, uh, just prior to the final match. And one of the two players in the finals will draw that ticket. Well, uh, stick around after this interview. Uh, Darren's going to line me up some interesting guests, but you're going to have a challenge uh, to get ones as good as the last three. That you well, said. that's a good challenge to throw out there. I'll uh, see what I can do for you. All right. Well, uh, if you're disappointed in the next three guests, talk to Darren about it. Okay. Uh, yeah. I only can do what I can with them. Uh, that, that's the right. The last one you sent, last three were dynamite. So yep. hopefully we'll get some good ones. So this is a uh, coverage of the results of the first um uh, Two round, rounds, first the, two the rounds. First, the roundup from 10 o'clock to noon. Right. Uh, if, if, yeah, just starting to listen. The uh, 12 uh, players come in mm -hmm. at, uh, at at 10 o'clock. And then and they play till noon. Players. And then at noon, 12 more players come right. in and come out. So, again, once again, I said this yesterday, if you have OCD, this is the place for you. There's more action. Uh, uh, there's more action than two bulls and 100 cows. Exactly. Uh, you are, are in, a, in a great place here. Your eyeballs can go crazy looking back and forth. Uh, we've, we've got it for you. So stick around. We'll have some more guests. Thanks, Darren. Yeah, thank you, Dave. Well, i got a treat for you. Our next guest is Angela. She's from Ohio. And not only is uh, she in the tournament and one of the highest ranked pool players in the world, but she uh, does, uh, her and I have something in common is we're both what they call play-by-play -play guys. Uh, um, I don't think I could do golf or, or, or pool because I'm a little too boisterous. You know, I'd, I'd get it confused with hockey, you know, and it'd be like, they shoot, there it is, she scores! You know, that's kind of how I would I would go about it. But you, on the other hand, take a very professional uh, approach to it. And uh, as I was watching uh, some of the games uh, to try and, you know, keep up with what's going on, uh, really enjoyed your commentary. It, it makes it a person who like me, who is, uh, uh, doesn't know that much about pool. Uh, you talk about the angles and the shots and the difficulties of the shots. And, uh, uh, you know, we could use a little more enthusiasm when they, they knock one in the goal. But uh, other than that, uh, I, I, I thought it was very helpful. And uh, how did you, well, let's talk about your first, your dual role. How did that come about? And, and why are you so dang good at it? <laughs> So I actually played the first WPBA event back in 2019. Um, I believe uh, I played two before COVID hit. And then um, obviously that kind of put a damper on things. When COVID hit, I started um, some virtual tournaments on my own from my house. And if anybody's familiar with the WPBA and been on their Facebook and look at the time during COVID, you'll see virtual tournaments, just one after another, that entire time. That's really how it all started because everybody was stuck in their house and bored and pool players like to get out and play pool. We couldn't do tournaments, we couldn't do events, but we had all the big players like Kelly Fisher. She won, 
I think three of the first four we did, Weiwei won another one, but we did virtual tournaments where they would play the ghost and um, we had a scoring system and competition virtually. So they put a camera up in their house and um, stream the match and I would have multiple players on the screen at one time. And that's really just from my house, that's where it all started. And then the following year, when events started to build back up again, I ran for a spot on the board of directors for the WPBA and was elected. So now director of media relations. Um, last year at this particular event, actually here in Iowa, there wasn't anybody to stream. And I just picked up a computer and some other devices and just started to stream the event. And a year later now we have multiple camera views and a full production and um, some new members on the board that have helped. And then I have Lonnie Fox Raymond who also plays on the tour that sits with me in the booth and does commentary. And she knows how to use the broadcast software really well. And um, we just get it done. So mm -hmm. I play pool, yes. Um, try to do both. Sometimes it's a bit of a challenge. Currently ranked 26th on the tour. The highest rank they've had is 25th. So not far from my highest rank right now. And a top 32 exempt player, kind of proud of that. But I don't get to practice a whole lot because I have a full-time job. So unlike Kelly Fisher, I have to actually work for a living. So, um, but I like that you mentioned the commentary that people like it. And I think that they do fans, um, that play pool want to, they would love to have an opportunity to have a lesson from someone like Kelly Fisher or Allison Fisher, mm -hmm. and they can't. And for someone like me, that's able to explain what's going on. It really helps everybody, um, that's watching if they're an amateur pool player, and you know they'll request it can you talk more about the game the shots the english that the player is using and they learn a lot from that um, and they can see it while i'm talking about these are the options that she can take from this shot this is the kind of english she's going to use that kind of thing and so the fans seem to like it when we talk about the gameplay because they can learn from it and they don't know who the players are and you give them a little background on the players and maybe what they're taking so so uh you're, you're terrific at that uh i don't know if there's a uh a pool player skilled enough that could help me to be honest with you, uh, I like, I'll tell you what, like my therapist told me, I'm kind of hopeless mm -hmm. and I'm a bad kisser. So, uh, uh, that was kind of hard to take that day, but, uh, she charged me for it anyway. Uh, anyway, uh, my show is not about pool. It's about life in Iowa and it's about people's impressions of Iowa. And we always ask anyone that's coming through, uh, what are your impressions of, of Southeast Iowa, or this small town of, of Fairfield? Uh, and why has this been a good fit? for this tour well, and why are all the girls that I'm talking to really like it here? Darren Hamilton um, is on the board of directors for the WPBA and that's how this event started. So this is the third time that we've been here. So when he actually ended up on the board, he started um, to create an event and brought everybody to Fairfield, Iowa. Last year was my first time here. So this is my second time. And what I heard from everybody is that this town, it's a quaint town. It's everybody is so nice. They love the people, um, all the different foods and things that you can do, the little shops. And um, I haven't had time because I'm obviously multitasking while I'm here to get around and really see a whole lot. But all the other players, when they have a break, they'll go out and see, you know, some of the other shops and menus and stuff that's going on here in Fairfield, Iowa. I love the center, just with the artsy things that are going on. There seems like there's a lot of that here. Um, there isn't a player that I've talked to that says they don't like coming to Fairfield, Iowa. They love it. They do. Every single one of them. 
So when Darren said, I'm thinking about having another event, if you pulled the players, all the players on tour, like, absolutely, we'll go back to Iowa. So I like this town. I'm particularly fond. I'm, I've met Sharon from Mad Hatter Billiards um, and Lisa, quite fond of that place. Everybody that plays pool is, but it's great. She has great food, great atmosphere. Um, she has quality tables in the room. So if you're a pool player, it, it makes a difference. Um, and I, if I could go over there every night and hang out for a few hours before going home, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I've known Lisa since she was uh, knee-high to a grasshopper. Uh, uh, it's it, it's a great town. Fairfield is a, 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 a center with a, a town, small town with a, a kind of a big town feel. has a lot of the arts and a lot of the culture and a lot of uh, restaurants and, and a variety of restaurants and, and different opportunities to see. But they kind of build this place as, uh, as a, some somewhat of a, a middle ground, you know, a place where you can have the, the sushi and, and, and uh, uh, the amenities of, of a bigger city, but also the safety and the peace and quiet and the good sleep that you get uh, yeah. that comes with a small town. So it's a, a little bit of uh, uh, both ends of, of the spectrum there, isn't it? Yeah, I, I live in a small town. So my town, 300 people, and then our county has got 30,000, but it's it's well, uh, right on the border of the Ohio River, actually, and it's a very, not a not a big city, definitely. Not I want you to know, I, I live in a, a, a town of 500, uh, uh, 13 miles. I grew up in Fairfield, but my goal was to get 13 miles north, and I'd be able, able to do We can make it 13 miles. But uh, uh, <laughs> we don't have as much art and culture. Uh, we did have a, a guy drew a picture on the side of a barn, but the, the, the mayor did, said it was inappropriate, and we had to cover it back up. <laughs> but we came a little, little close. Uh, uh, we were trying uh, a little bit, but, uh, uh, well, uh, tell me about your time as a pool player. When, when did you start, uh, uh, and what was maybe the big breakthrough that you had? Uh, 17 years old, actually, when I started playing pool, but I stopped at 23 and I took 19 years off, 19 years off. I got married and had a family and then decided when my children, I have two girls were older teenagers. Um, I thought about coming back to the tour and, um, they supported their mom to make that decision because I have to travel a lot now and it does take up some of my time and I'm away from them. Um, but they're very supportive. So I came back actually five years ago to just playing again um, and met actually Lori John, who's also on the board at uh, just a local pool hall. And she saw how I played and made a phone call and, and you know, slowly but surely um, got my first spot on a, a tour stop. So you have to and, win a certain amount of tournaments or well, you have to play in front of somebody and they decide this person's a high caliber or well, how example, do you get on the tour? For example, if you look at like Christina Zeltiva is playing right now, and if you look at the WPA, which is actually a, a world organization for pool, she's ranked, I think, sixth. And that kind of is a pretty good indicator of how well she plays. So there are measures um, for people that are, might be unknown, we have regional tours that people can play on. And that's how I would qualify when I was young, when I was 17, so about 23, I played the regional tour system to qualify. So you'd have to win a regional tour stop to get a spot on a W into a WPBA event. And we still do that. So like our website, for example, has a link to regional tours. You can click on there and see the ones available around, um, in the United States that you could travel to and try to compete in to win, to get a spot on tour. Do you, do you have a good St. Patrick's Day story? I don't, because I forgot that it was even St. Patrick's Day. And I don't you know. Didn't even wear green, green or I don't anything. Have green. Well, well I, I, I am a, a, a hearty celebrator of St. Patrick's Day. I am a 
adorned with a green hat and uh, I started day drinking. So uh, <laughs> we are, uh, 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 we got that going for you. Uh, I'll tell you a little uh, St. Patrick's Day story, if, okay. you, if you will indulge me. Sure. I kind of ask you this question so that I can tell my story. Uh, so uh, this was a probably 1983, 1984 or something like that. Uh, I was a pretty good bowler when I was in high school and uh, I got picked uh, to be in this uh, final, who was the best Catholic bowler in the state of Iowa. There was like 1,100 of us up there and I got 14th uh, and I won some money and I was up, up there. So uh, Kiss was playing in Des Moines. Uh, it was a tour they didn't have their makeup. Uh, so it was a little bit of a ripoff, but uh, uh, that was that's my St. Patrick's Day. Plus, Stockton opened up and he did like five uh, encores, and it was uh, it was a good time. Good. Uh, one of the very few stories of the '80s I remember, and I remember very little uh, because it was a really good night. Well, uh, anything you want to talk about that you didn't get to talk about? Oh, just if just want to thank all the people of Fairfield, Iowa, just for being such great, great hosts. Too. Well, tell them about the, the YouTube that you're, you're working on and, and uh, maybe this website so they can follow this. Tournament. So, yeah, uh, if you just want to go to, uh, it's the Women's Professional Billiards Association YouTube channel. Um, we also are on Facebook and we do have a website, just WPBA.com. Uh, and there's links from there. Um, right now we're streaming this event um, today until Sunday. So it'll end sometime in Sunday evening. Um, on our YouTube channel, but you can find all the links and places to go to off Facebook or our website. So, so you'll hear my voice pretty much all day throughout the weekend. So, so when you're playing, uh, when do you play? I actually play at eight o'clock this evening. Lonnie, who also does the stream and commentary, plays at six, and then of course depends on with whether we win or lose when we play again. Well, that's that's good because you'd have to take a shot and run back to the microphone and say, "Yeah, that doesn't happen." I missed that eight ball shot because uh, I don't know atmospheric conditions or something. Something like that. So you got to have something to blame it all on. Uh, I'll find something. Well, you have been a terrific guest, and thanks for being with us. Thank you. Well, we are visiting with Beth Fondell, who is actually uh, here from the Heartland, uh, uh, Minnesota variety. Uh, welcome, to the program. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Well, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, uh, how long you've been in the Women's Professional Billiards Association uh, and uh, uh, how did you get to be such a good nine ball player that you could be in these tournaments? <laughs> well, sometimes I question whether I am a good nine ball uh, player, but uh, I guess my first uh, WPBA event was back in 2005. I won a qualifier event back in Minnesota and got a free entry. Uh, so went out to San Diego, California and played out there. Uh, that was kind of a one-time deal. Uh, didn't really pursue professional playing after that. Um, but I uh, had another qualifier that came up oh, five or six years. I guess it's probably seven or eight years now. Um, and so got back into playing in the WPBA and have been kind of dabbling with it ever since. So um, I guess I, I enjoy nine ball. Um, it, it gives me... I think good practice on um, playing good shape, moving the cue ball around the table. Um, it's a different strategy. I'm, I'm really a, a bar box eight ball player. Um, that's what I spend most of my time doing. So nine ball is a nice break from eight ball. And I love playing on the big tables um, just because it's, it's kind of a bigger challenge and um, it, it helps your stroke. Well, uh, I interviewed a, a player from Canada earlier and she was complaining a little bit. We didn't have enough snow. Uh, we had a little snow for you. I hope you're uh, uh, 
uh, comfortable with the level that we had. You know, when I heard the wind howling last night in my hotel room, I had to go look outside and I felt at home. Yeah, there was there snow we go. on the ground, little, little, little... blowing around. Some of the other gals are shivering as they walk in the door, and other, <laughs> others are, are maybe give you a little uh, a competitive advantage. Uh, but although the weather is a little icy and snowy and cold and windy and blustery, as uh, Winnie the Pooh would say, it's just probably a blustery day. Uh, inside, in here, it's hot, hot as a pistol. And uh, uh, the pool, there's sparks coming off the pool sticks because the action's that hot. Uh, <laughs> when do you play? So I play at 2 o'clock. And um, I have the fortunate uh, destiny to play one of the top female players in the world. Um, I don't know how to say her name. We call her Weiwei. Wei oh, Chan. yeah, she, she was on the show. She She's not a fan of the cold in the ice. I would imagine, yes, yes. So, um, yeah, I don't have very high expectations, but I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to play her. All right. So do you have any sponsors that help you uh, pay for this travel and get you around? Yes, I do. So I want to recognize Eric Nelson with Teen Street Pool Eye and um, ERO Game Gear, who is back from Rochester, Minnesota area, where I live right now. Um, they do a lot of apparel and um, related items. So, yes, definitely want to shout out to them. Then we got the best cancer treatment in the world. There, well, you, yeah, you can't get much better than Mayo Clinic. That's yeah, for well, that's sure. A, 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 and, and I'm sure that creates a lot of jobs and uh, uh, helps with the uh, you know the, the economy and, and things that are going on around there. It is. But and it's a great uh, uh, last hope for a lot of people. Uh, yes, for sure. But uh, uh, I want to shift away from pool, and I want to mm -hmm. shift away from from the great state of Minnesota, and talk about. Iowa. Mm -hmm. uh, this is certainly not your first foray into coming to Iowa, is it? It's not. I've been to Iowa many, many times for various reasons, but this is my third time here to Fairfield for uh, this tournament. So um, I really like Fairfield. Um, it's got it's got a, a feel to the the town that I really welcome. I mean, I grew up in a town of population six hundred two. Yeah. And, uh, and I've lived in Houston, Texas, which is the fourth largest city in the United States. A little so, bigger. Uh, yeah. So I've been, I, I feel like I've run the full gamut on size and this feels really good. Um, before we moved to Rochester, we lived in Owatonna, Minnesota, which is around 25,000. I know population. that is. I delivered uh, 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 freight there before. Yeah. Or, and or Fairfield has a, a feel like Owatonna did. Um, you know, has a lot to offer, but yet small enough where you're not going to get lost in the fast paced of a big city. Yeah, it's the, the combination of uh, the amenities that you'd have in a, in a bigger city, you know, the, mm -hmm. the culture and the, uh, uh, the restaurants and the nightlife and, yeah. the, and the things, but also the safety of a small town and the friendliness of a small town, of the get to know you kind of uh, uh, place. And, and it's, a, it's a little bit unique, you know, it's a little, little more artsy than say Richland, Iowa, where I live. Uh, but uh, um, it's a, a, a been a great place. Well, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? I just wanted to mention the friendliness. That was one thing you'd said. And, and I definitely noticed that coming here. People are so, so welcoming and friendly. So thank you for that. It, it's always great to come to a place where um, you feel like you belong, even though you're a visitor. 
So um, yeah, thank you to the people of Fairfield for that. Well, let me ask you uh, one last question here. Sure. It's kind of an oddball question, but I want to know something I don't know about you. Tell me something about you that has nothing to do with, with uh, shooting billiards. Uh, uh, where's your mind at? Where, where do you, I mean, I like to fish, for example. What is it that, that you do uh, with your spare time that you really enjoy? Well, uh, I do have a full-time job. I'm actually a CFO with a company that's in the electric industry. Uh, so I, I work at, you know, full-time, uh, try to play pool on the side. Um, and I have a 94 year old mother that lives with us. She moved in about a year and a half ago, uh, just because she wasn't able to live on her own anymore. So between my job and my mother and playing pool, I stay very, very busy. Well, uh, you succeeded in telling me something. I did not know that. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being with us. Sure. You're welcome. Thank you. We have Kia Burwell, I think I said that correctly, That's and correct. she is from Baltimore, uh, Maryland, yeah. and you are a professional uh, uh, ladies pool player, or eight ball player, billiards uh, ball. might be the more uh, quaint term to, to call it. Uh, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, you, you were here, it's the second day of the tournament. Uh, yes. uh, have you been to, to Fairfield, Iowa before? Yeah, I was actually here a um, year and a half ago. Um, as long as this tour has been here, I've, I've played. Uh, yeah. well, uh, it hasn't been long, but yeah. Iowa and uh, uh, Baltimore have something in common. Uh, you may not know this. What is that? But uh, uh, when they laid out the first 14 uh, national cemeteries, mm -hmm. uh, Baltimore and Keokuk, Iowa were on that list. Oh. Of the very first ones ever. Uh, Keokuk is a real small town southeast Iowa along the Mississippi River, you know. Mm -hmm. And they had to... Uh, during the Civil War, they had five different hospitals or medical units there. So there was okay. kind of a need for uh, right. the cemetery there. Uh, but uh, uh, that was from another podcast that I did. I didn't get a chance to, to share that with anybody until just now. So I appreciate nice, that. Nice. Well, tell me, uh, before we talk about pool, and we're, we're, we're definitely going to, uh, uh, Fairfield, Iowa. Mm -hmm. Small town, southeast Iowa, very rural, very agricultural oriented. Uh, a little bit of a... Uh, small town feel, uh, a small town safety and friendliness combined with some culture and some uh, uh, bigger city amenities. Uh, uh, I, all the ladies I've talked to seem to uh, enjoy this. Uh, a term like this would probably normally be in, in uh, New York City or Cincinnati or some or Baltimore, some, some bigger metropolitan area. But uh, is it nice to come to a, a small town in Iowa? It's nice to travel. It's nice to see places I've never been to I hardly traveled before pool you know especially by I was plane. like that before I became a truck driver especially by plane which I do not like you know but it's great to see other places I do love here that there's such a, a wide range of culinary um, um, cuisines here you know Indian food Ethiopian is all Mexican is all I, I love that. Just as yeah, there's a wide variety a of wide uh, variety. Yeah, uh, and my wife enjoys that more than I do. <laughs> you know, I just like cheeseburgers and bacon, cheeseburgers and French fries. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We're always having Chinese or Mexican or. See, or there you go. Or, I had yeah. sushi. Yep. But they got some good. They got some good barbecue and, and uh, whatever you like. It's yeah, here and a lot of nice towns and quaint shops and mm -hmm. and uh, uh, but but a very uh, they're very friendly and they they've opened their arms. Uh, lady pool players yeah y'all have been so awesome to us yeah and and every week you're playing pool a different state a different place and uh, uh you have to kind of adjust to what's going mm -hmm. on but there's not too 
Other than the icy roads, there wasn't too much uh, uh, traffic, but no, you're probably no. used to that a little bit. Yeah. We get more traffic, of course. Yeah, a little, little bit of traffic. <laughs> I, I remember being in the truck driver. Uh, uh, I remember telling my, my dispatcher, he says, uh, uh, I'll, I'll take a lot less of that New Jersey. Uh, oh, yeah. me. I like to go down south and DC like, is bad people tell me, oh, I hate driving across Nebraska. I'm like, why? That's the greatest place to drive in the world. There's no other travel. No traffic, right? you, they got high speed limits <laughs> and not very much DOT. I, 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 you know, I could make some money driving across that state. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I love it here. It's really nice. You know, I'm a city girl, but I, I love it. You're a city West. girl, but you seem at home when yeah, you see and you, you feel comfortable. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you're probably thinking Little House on the Prairie when you no. when you landed at the plane. But uh, 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 it's it's that with a little bit edge of sophistication, I guess. Yeah, it's uh, more sophisticated than my my brother's uh, family's hometown in um, Farmville, Virginia. Oh, Farmville, Virginia! Now that that uh, people this from Farmville, is, Virginia, would really scale compared to Farmville. Yeah, yeah, and, and I really do like I like Virginia uh, a lot. Beautiful country. Mm -hmm. Actually, people around you know the people, the kind of people that, that don't live in Iowa uh, that listen to us are, are in little small towns yeah. in Virginia and West yeah. Virginia. See? You know, people like to, uh, and that's kind of all we ever talk about. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, I got nine hundred, be nine hundred and seventeen episodes, and they're all positive stories. There isn't anything because the rest of the media's got the negative stuff covered. I don't <laughs> right. Know. If it ain't negative enough, they'll just make it up. Uh, but we're, we stay on, on focus on the positive. And this has been a very positive experience yeah. uh, uh, to have a, a professional pool, mm -hmm. uh, a professional uh, anything mm -hmm. in the small two. We're lucky to have a, a minor league team and hopes we see somebody that makes it to the pros. But here, all of them mm -hmm. are, are pros. So how long have you been a pro, a pro billiards player i'll say i've been on the pro tour because i haven't reached or maintained a ranking in the top 32 so that's when you got your elite and top players but i've been grinding it out since i think 2013 was my first year that i got invited to a pro tour and uh it was the ultimate timball championship and they had a open bracket for the men and the women's bracket was sanctioned by the WPBA and that's how I got my start and back uh, in 2013. So like how many tournaments a year do you go to? Oh, on the pro tour or yeah. just, Well, you can go ahead and explain. Every month bit. I'm practically, practically every month. In, into something. Into so something. You, you have your choices of tours, but you, mm -hmm. uh, you've been to this one before. Absolutely. And you, you said, I can't wait to come back to this one. <laughs> I love that I can just look out my my hotel room and watch the horses feed, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that's for is, yeah, yeah, it's uh, pretty, you know, serene. Uh, so you yeah. can't uh, throw a handful of corn without finding some kind of rural scene uh, without hitting one uh, any any direction you you throw it. Uh, well, uh, uh, how how what is your biggest success you've had in pool? Oh, I've had I've had a few. Uh, last year, I um, had my first, okay, back in the day with WPBA, before my time, in order for you to get on the tour, you had to win a qualifier event. And nowadays, it's different. But my regional tour, one of the events was a qualifier for um, our president, Dean. Um, he, has an, he had an event at the end of the year. And it um, it was a qualifier for that event. 
not only did I win the tournament, and I didn't know I didn't have to win the tournament for that event to actually win the qualifier spot, but I won a qualifier spot. So that was like, you know, I, I was very happy about that because I've never won a qualifier event to a pro tour, to a pro event. So that was one accomplishment. Um, uh, in the last year or so, I've been winning more tournaments. Um, and if not winning, finishing in the, say, top four, top eight. Um, and, and one other accomplishment in the WPBA, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, I finished in, oh, I was so close, one match from finishing top eight. So I finished ninth in the top nine, nine, nine through, I forget what that means, but... That was the furthest I've ever gone on the pro tour. So that was a big accomplishment, you know, to have grind through some tough, tough players, you know, and just try to stay focused on my game, focus on the table, not one plan, not the score, not the bracket, not, oh, I need this to get that. And, you know, that was, that was a big one that I'll never forget. So you, you've got a couple, a sponsor or two that's helping you uh, mm -hmm. get to these tournaments and, and covering some of the costs. Would you like to mention some of your sponsors? Um, my, uh, my first sponsor is my homeroom, Triple Nines Bar and Billiards. Um, I have McDermott Hughes, um, In The Zone Sportswear, which I have their their gear on. Uh, corner Four, uh, where is it? Pop, corner Pop, uh, Corner. I, I, I got Corner and then I got Center, so... <laughs> Center Pocket Billiards, um, another local room to mine that 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 helps me. Um, corner Four Billiards. Um, I receive like um, training tools because I also teach, so I receive training tools from them and and gear and all of that. And Team Straight Cool Eye. Um, yep. And that's, you, that's get, you get any more patches on your jersey? <laughs> we're going to switch you to NASCAR. I think. There you go. <laughs> well, tell, uh, uh, here's my last question okay. for you. Tell me something I don't know about you. Tell me something about what you, you know, what, where does your mind go? What, you know, like fishing for me is, is uh, mm -hmm. when I want to get away from everything, you know, something that's far away from billiards mm -hmm. that you like. Ah, well, here lately it's mostly billiards, but um, I really enjoy crocheting. That's relaxing. I did not know that. I've done that since I was a little girl. And I used to play the bass guitar. I used to play for my church. The electric bass guitar. Um, I've played some kind of musical instrument from elementary school. Started with the violin, then I got into the bands in junior high and high school, stuff like that. You know. Yep. Have you ever been in like a a, a shady pool hall and and have a kind of an interesting story from that? Or oh mm, no, I, my well, I'll just say I have a big pet peeve, and it seems like I've gotten a little anxiety about it. I'm big on etiquette around the table. So even if a person doesn't know how to play pool, you get those that just come and have fun with friends, you know. But, you know, and even some of the experienced ones that know better, you know, um, they don't watch out for who's on the table next to them. So there were a few times where I've gotten hit in my butt <laughs> with the back of someone's cue because I took my shot and they figure, okay, she's done. Let me get in that same space and take my shot. And not allowed me to move out first. Well, you gotta give me your space. And, oh, another time, I almost got hit in the face with a butt of the cue, 
And I have that on video and put that on social media. Like, well, see how etiquette really matters? It's just, we can all have fun if we just exercise a little etiquette. I talked to a guy that one time won a Mercedes and the bar he was playing at in the pool game. Mm -hmm. And then the gentleman uh, came out to him and, as he got in the car to drive off with the gun. And he told him, maybe you can keep that stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, but, but your story is almost as good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being Thank with us. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> this episode of Round Guy Radio Sports has been brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you, located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa, for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family-owned for over 40 years, we repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto.